That's so bad. Oh, yeah. is so bad, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of From the Tips. It's me, your boy, Brian. And he's back, ladies and gents. He's made it. He's all the way here from Florida. Except he lives in PA. I do live in PA. What's <laughs> up, everybody? It's Rick! I am I am back. I'm back in the saddle. And uh, by, by saddle, I mean my chair that I sit in while we record um, our podcast. Uh, yeah, I was in Florida. So apologies for the two weeks off. That's all on me. But I had a great time. I golfed while I was down there three times, which we will be talking about later. Um, but I'm happy to be back. Happy to be talking some golf. Um, we got a lot of drama going on. And I am a drama queen. So you and me both. I'm ready to talk about it. Ready yeah. to get into it. Um, how have you been, Brian? I mean, I you have had, been. You had the pod last week by yourself. It sounded I did. Sounded good. I listened to it. I'm sure everybody else enjoyed it because they didn't have to hear my voice the whole time. See, actually, you would you would think that, but no, it was it was it was tough getting through it alone. I was. Yeah, you, uh, you seem pretty smooth with it. I don't know. Well, I just kind of went autopilot. I was like, okay. we can do this, uh, but the fun of having a podcast with another individual is you can't go on autopilot because there's a whole other variable of there being another human being, and that's the beauty of it. We just have one guy. Myself you know? a variable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when it's just yourself you have no like uh those like laugh out loud moments that we so frequently have you don't have any of that you're just by yourself so i'm glad that i got yourself it's just weird yeah well yeah yeah there were a couple times like i listened back to it and i was like brian you are not funny why did you why are you laughing at that no one else is laughing you idiot you buffoon Oh uh, yeah, but it was it was good. I, I it's just uh, not as good as it usually is when it's the two of us. So glad you are back. I am back, and, I'm and you can do the days of the week better justice than I was able to. Do. I don't know. I think you crushed that. Um, but we will we will talk about the days of the week because we're finishing up August today, the day everybody's listening to this, which yeah, is kind of depressing. Um, August thirty first today. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I might, I might have to stop doing these days. Um, please tell me I'm getting frustrated. <laughs> please, please <laughs> stay. August thirty first is uh, <laughs> National South Carolina Day. Um, I guess I I talk too soon. I don't know. I yeah. guess I got to think a little bit before I talk. It was uh, just so, so well timed. I think happy that's what makes South it Carolina fun. Day to everybody. Yeah. Um, it's also Trail Mix Day, so enjoy Ooh. some Trail Mix down in South Carolina. Um, September 1st, okay? I don't know about you. To me, September 1st means falls here. Um, I'm a huge fall guy, so I like to jump the gun on it. I know it doesn't come for another, like, was it, like, a few weeks or whatever? I don't know when, when it happens. I'm not actually even quite sure when fall – I didn't even know that it has, like, an official start. When does Yeah, it's like the um, the solstice or something. Start. I thought that was, I thought there was only, like, a winter solstice. It's winter, summer – um, or no, it's the equinox. Oh, here we go. Um, autumn like begins on Wednesday, September 22nd, 22nd. and will end Tuesday, December 21st. 
Okay. So yeah, fall is here. It's September. Um, first day of September, we're starting off. We're starting off kind of solid, kind of weird. Um, National Burnt Ends Day. Love that. Ooh, Love yeah. Burnt Ends. Absolutely. Um, I don't know what this means, but it's apparently National Chicken Boys Day. I don't. <laughs> Rick, would you really consider sure. yourself a chicken boy? I'm not sure what that means. I don't want to consider him. I don't want to say yes or no because I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to say yes or no and then have that be something that I don't consider myself. All right, here we go. What do you got? This is apparently shocking. I'm disturbed. What Hold is on. a chicken boy? <laughs> Should I not have said that? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's not yeah. like bad. It's just okay incredibly disturbing um so (laughs) i kind of want to make it the post for the episode now uh so the chicken boy i don't know if this is what has anything to do with the day of the week but this is just what happens when you google chicken boy um is a statue located on north figueroa street a street in highland park in los angeles it's a 22 foot tall fiberglass statue of a man's body with a chicken head that's incredibly disturbing <laughs> that's, I, that's why i made that face that is <laughs> petrifying uh, <laughs> what is that so we'll just forget that that's a thing i don't know that just kind of jumped out to me there um september oh 2nd we got blueberry popsicle day uh, so that's pretty cool that's solid um september 3rd we'll we'll go with um how about national u.s bowling league day that's pretty cool. Um, I, I'm really bad at bowling. My golf score regularly is higher than my bowling score. I don't know oh, about you. I'm not great at bowling, but unless I, I play shoot. with the bumpers, if yeah. I play with the bumpers, I do a lot better. I can, I can get anywhere from 100 to one, like 20. And I consider that a pretty good round of bowling. Yeah. If I'm in one twenties, like that's, a, that's a really good day for me. It's time to retire. Yeah, for sure. Um, September 4th. We have what do we have on that day? Um, oh, we got a good day. We have National Tailgating Day. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if there's any games that we can go to, but we should definitely look into that and maybe go what day is that? September 4th? I don't know. Maybe is that September Saturday? 4th? It's a Saturday. Oh man, we gotta be looking. Um, and then we're gonna, finish, we're gonna finish it off um on Sunday. Well, we do have Labor Day on Monday. Um, right, man. and then on Saturday we have national cheese pizza day i'm a huge fan of cheese pizza i feel like cheese pizza is slept on because everybody's trying to put all these toppings and all that nonsense on the pizza i like any kind of pizza it doesn't matter to me whatever's on that's true except for anchovies because that kind of weirds me out you want to it's not that i so here's my thing when i think of like a really good pizza i think of just cheese Uh uh-huh i'm not saying i have beef or qualms with toppings or anything like that, but like when I'm hankering for a pizza, I'm not I'm not feeling toppings. Now, if I'm feeling a bit like, you know, little uh, spicy, I'll be like, yeah, let's <laughs> let's get. What was that? That's it was it was uh, my how that, I emote. Is that what, with toppings? Is that what you look like when you eat something spicy? I've never <laughs> seen that from you before. <laughs> Anything with Tabasco on it, it's just. <laughs> I'm like one of those uh, those. Uh, those dudes outside of like a car sale. Those oh, the, the, guys. the floppy things. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys. 
say on Hyundai Sonata. So it's just it's a... <laughs> Hyundai Sonata. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh God! Okay. Anyway, that's what's coming up this week. So uh, enjoy <laughs> celebrating National Chicken Boy Day. Uh, let's get. I'm so posted that as the photo. That's it, I. I'm telling you, it is disturbing. I will send you a, a picture of it as we record here. But like, whoo, goodness gracious! <laughs> but let's move forward into the actual golf that did occur. Which, by the way, we got to witness with our own eye holes on oh, Saturday. Yeah, we did. The BMW Championship, stop number two in the playoffs, and the stop before the Tour Championship. And boy, howdy, was it awesome. Patrick Cantlay coming away with the six-hole playoff victory over the ever-hated, the ever-loathed Bryson DeChambeau, uh, who, by the way, has decided to make it all about himself yet again. No, really? I I know, right? I know, but we will get into that. Uh, There's one thing I want to do first, though, and that's actually talk about the guy we like who won the tournament. Patrick Cantlay getting it done. And also, I don't know if this has been his nickname, but it is now. Uh, It it is now. It's permanent. Let's let's go through these stats real quick before we hit you with the nickname. Okay. He was uh, 41 of 41 inside five feet. 10 of 12. From 10 to 15 feet. I don't know what the percentage is there. I don't either. I just wanted to put point out that 100%. 100% within five feet. It's insane. 100. I'm not even 50. Yeah, probably maybe, not. Maybe not even 35, if I really <laughs> think about it. Um, 100% within, within five feet, and that's 41 times. It wasn't like a small margin. <laughs> 10 of 12, 10 to 15 feet out. He gained 14 and a half strokes putting, by the way, first in the field. No shock. Which is insane. And the nickname dubbed to Patrick Cantlay, who I will now be strictly referring to him as, Patty Ice. Anybody who watched after his tee shot on 17, so his second shot on from 17 through the playoff, knows exactly why that's apparently his nickname now, because he was unstoppable. All he needed to do was just wait it out. Because he was doing everything perfect every single time. He didn't mess up in the playoff or finishing up the round. It was ridiculous. I have to start this little rant off before I start going off on everybody. This tournament delivered. I don't think we've had a tournament. I don't think we've had a tournament this year that delivered harder than this tournament did. This was an incredible weekend. Even leading up to the weekend, it was insane. And then Saturday being there, seeing everything that was going on and then watching it last night was absolutely incredible. Um, I did get really bored towards the end because they kept switching back and forth between 17 and 18 again, mm-hmm. which, which we've already, we've, again we've already we've done talked that, about yeah. that. Um, so I did get a little bored towards the end. Um, I almost stopped watching. I was very tempted because I had a fantasy football draft that I wanted to pay attention to. Um, but I did finish. I did finish watching. Um Let's, oh, what is this? Oh, oh no, that's a chicken man. Tell okay. me that's not um, disturbing. That's, as, yeah, that's weird. As Why is anything that you've ever seen? Why is that a statue in a city? Um, sorry, sorry for that one. I uh, <laughs> just got a, an update there. Um, this just in. There's a chicken statue. Um, chicken boy. No, this, this tournament was incredible to watch. Uh, being there Saturday was great. Um, watching the playoff with Cantley and DeChambeau was absolutely electric. Oh my gosh. It was incredible. 
Uh, and and you're right. Like playoffs that go that long on only two holes, they get boring. Yeah. But especially the first two and the last two, maybe not um, holes three and four in the playoff. Yeah. The first two and the last two delivered on the intensity. The the what's the word I'm looking for here? The um, I'm not good with words. The anxiety. I, I you, you guys I get what I'm saying. Anxious. I was very anxious. It uh-huh. delivered at every turn, especially on Sunday. And it had to get ruined, for, unfortunately. Yeah, we'll get into that. Um, for those that probably didn't watch it or don't watch as much golf as we do because we're crazy people, um, I'm going to paint a word picture for you here. And I think the best way to do it is to tell you guys how I watched this final round. Um, I got to Gina's house as Bryson and Cantlay uh, were finishing up on – 15 okay and as i get in the house i get an update from gina's dad that patrick cantlay after being told by officials that his group needs to speed up a little bit decides to walk ahead of bryson before he hits a shot um just to kind of keep the group going because we all know bryson's incredibly slow on the golf course and we saw this firsthand because he re- he stood over a putt for like 12 minutes it was um, ridiculous and <clears throat> Where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. So basically what happened was Cantlay was doing what he was told. He was speeding up a little bit, walking down the fairway. And Bryson steps off of his shot and yells down the fairway, yo, Patrick, can you stop walking for a second? Okay. I was listening to 97.5, the fanatic today, for those that don't know what 97.5 is. And they were talking about this, which I thought was crazy because they never talk off on there. It's always just about Philly. It's sports. always about the Eagles. So it's just, um, it is. It is, it is and. Is. They were talking about how much of a douchebag Bryson is, mostly because of this. They said, and I totally agree with this, the only sports that you can get away with doing something like that is golf and tennis. Yep. If he's in a football locker room, he's getting the crap beat out of him. Oh, yeah. If he's in a basketball locker room, a baseball locker room, things are not ending well. If he's in a hockey locker room and tries to do something <laughs> like that, that's funny. He's not making it out alive. <laughs> no. You can't no. Just say stuff like that. Like calling someone out by name, telling them to stop doing what they're doing because it inconveniences you, even though you're slowing down the group and the tours told you that you need to speed it up, is incredibly disrespectful for that person. And you just need to grow up and learn how to play the game of golf without letting everything get to you. Okay. So that's what happened there. Flash forward to 17. Okay. Cantlay is down one. Bryson hits his tee shot right on the fringe. Cantlay hits his tee shot into the water. Okay. At this point, I'm like, that's game over. Nothing, nothing they can do about it now. Um, I went to the bathroom and I was planning on leaving and not watching anymore because this should have been the tournament. Um, and as I walk out of the bathroom, I see Bryson about to hit his second shot and the announcers are talking about how he's actively avoided hitting chip shots all day. Every time he's on the fringe, every time he has a possibility to do so, he uses his putter, but the grass he was on, he was on the short grass and the tall grass right in between them. Horrible place. Um, most people probably can't hit a good shot from there, even the professionals, but he had to use his, his wedge. And he duffed this thing. It, it was, was ugly. Amazing it was ugly. Because I don't like him. Um, but his, his, he chipped it and it landed on the fringe. It didn't even land on the green. And he still had like five feet left for his par, which was insane. Uh, Cantlay hits a great chip. Uh, ends up with, um, I believe, a bogey. Yeah, it was a bogey. Yeah, they, uh, and then Bryce they both end up bogeying. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what shouldn't have happened now is happening. Cantley's down one going into 18 somehow. Um, Bryson's short game is failing him. Cantley plays 18 perfectly. Bryson plays 18 perfectly until he has to use his putter and does what he's been doing the whole afternoon. He started off great from what I've heard. I didn't get to watch the beginning of the round, but on the, at the end of the round, when I was watching, he was absolute dog shit at putting. Oh yeah. Um, messes it up on 18 misses another i think it was six three this time because it was an inch away from what would have been his 59 it's a six foot putt. um a six foot three putt he misses not even close either like he doesn't even touch the cup on this one um so it goes into a playoff somehow some way this goes into a playoff i don't understand um i don't understand how you're not mentally rattled at this point okay at this point bryson is still kind of there he's still kind of mentally in the game like he was in the lead. Now all he has to do is just get it back. Um, so we go to a playoff. 18 is the first playoff hole. Both players, first shots, fine. Second shot's fine, whatever. Um, well, no, Cantlay's second shot was not fine. Bryson's it was not was. fine. Yeah, Bryson's was. Um, I'm not going to go through every single shot because that's super boring for a lot of people. Basically what happens is they go through six playoff holes. Every single playoff hole that we go into Cantlay is one stroke behind Bryson by the time he gets to the green every single time, whether it's because of distance, whether it's because of a good or a bad shot, he's one stroke behind him literally every single time and literally every single time Bryson blows this chance that he has. And the thing that bothered me was I was watching. I don't remember which one it was. I think it might've been like the second playoff hole or something like that. Cantlay's going to hit his second shot. And a fan from the stands screams in his backswing. Okay. And obviously it's a horrible shot because you can't, you're like, you don't just, you just don't do that. It's not right. I don't care Pain. if you want to Pain. win. Even if you're, even if you're not a fan of Bryson, you don't scream in his backswing. That's just wrong. You don't do that. Um, you, you, it's just wrong. Um, so Bryson hits a shot like 30 seconds after that dead silent, nothing, nothing going on. Um, which is ridiculous to me. Uh, yeah, Patrick Cantlay's Patty Ice doesn't care, does his thing, unfazed, ties the hole. Um, and then ends up winning, and then we can uh, we can progress into what I I'm gonna let you talk about because people probably are tired of hearing my voice right now. Uh, nobody's tired of hearing your voice. We've missed it for two weeks. You could just you could have been the one to talk this entire podcast, and I think people would have been fine with it. <laughs> I probably um, could have because I'm very heated about what happened with, with this final round and this playoff. Yeah, so um, obviously we're happy that Patty Ice wins, duh. Um, and we want to celebrate that. We want to be happy about it. We want that to be the main news. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau doesn't let these things happen unless he wins. So not only do we have the whole Patrick, can you stop walking situation, which I do want to read a quote from Patty Ice himself uh, when he was asked afterwards. He said, he just wanted me to stop walking. We had been told by the rules official to kind of speed up, and I'm not the fastest walker. <laughs> by the way, I think it's hysterical. I'm not the fastest walker, so I was trying to get ahead and do my part. No big deal. That stuff kind of happens uh, every once in a while out here, which actually I do believe. However, I also believe that that is something when both players get to the green and or are in between holes. Bryson's like, hey, Patty, like next time, just could you not walk? Yeah, well, I'm about to about to on shoot. the deal, and it's like, sure, I don't care. On the deal, no. Don't worries. scream across the fairway, Patrick. Can you stop walking? Okay, mm -hmm. <laughs> whatever. Um, 
but he still had problems with the fans. Uh, obviously, we know about the whole Brooksy thing. We had to talk Phil out of doing it and getting kicked out. <laughs> um, so here's what ended up happening. So after he loses and he's on his way from the 18th green to the clubhouse. Blows it. After he just blew it astronomically. Yeah. He's halfway up this little hill that uh, led from the 18th green to actually two golf carts where they would uh, kind of go up go this hill cars, do all that and stuff. go go to the – yeah, because when uh, – a little side story here. I was going to the bathroom after Xander's group finished up. I looked to my left. Xander Shoffley, the gold medalist himself, is in a golf cart going up this hill about five feet away from me. I almost fainted. That yeah. USA chant on Saturday was amazing. Intense. We will get that was, into that. that but either awesome. way. Um, so he's halfway up this little hill and you do have to walk by fans or behind ropes the whole night. Uh, something happened that made me feel like we had, a, uh, this is a article by Kevin Van Valkenburg, by the way, halfway up the hill, something happened that made me feel like we've arrived at a miserable place in the never ending circus. That is DeChambeau. A patron waited until DeChambeau had walked by, but was not out of earshot. Then sneered from over the rope line. Great job, Brooksy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> not the time, but funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> DeChambeau spun around in a rage and began briefly walking in the patron's direction, said, you know what? Get the fuck out. And then he turned around, I guess, collected his thoughts and walked away. Uh, Kevin Van uh, Valkenberg goes on, says, I'm being dead serious when I say it could have gotten ugly really fast. Maybe not malice at the palace bad, but in that moment, nothing would have surprised me. A rope line is little more than a polite suggestion when it comes to security of a golf tournament. DeChambeau had been hearing and ignoring that kind of taunt all week, but everyone has their breaking point. I would have loved it if Bryson swung at a fan. Went full malice at the palace. That would have been jumped the rope. Storyline of the year. He probably would have gotten suspended by PGA. Easy. Easy suspension. That's an easy like six month suspension right there. Yeah. Or like no, a point definitely. suspension, however you want to go about that. But. Um I think that's hilarious. It's obviously getting to him, which people are saying we should start to feel bad for him. I don't, I like, I don't want to like, I feel like people are going to think I'm a bully for not feeling bad for him yet, but I just don't because he still does these things. Like if he didn't yell at Patrick on hole 14, maybe I feel a little bit worse for him, but he's still doing things week in and week out that are like, why, why do you, why are you doing these things? There's no reason for you need to do these things. And then people obviously let him hear about it. Hey, good job, Brooksy. Nice job, Brooksy, whatever. It's a, it's the right of a fan to heckle when they feel necessary. They paid to be there. They're paying portions of your salary by being there. And they are the spectators of an event that if they weren't coming to wouldn't exist and you wouldn't have a career doing what you're doing. The fan has the right to do as the fan sees fit within a certain means, obviously. But if he's just heckling you, no curse words involved, nothing that's attacking you yeah. physically or emotionally, nothing about your, your family like, or personal yeah. life or anything like that, just calling you by a nickname you don't like, that cannot be your reaction. I would love to get an outside opinion of, like, who can I, who can I pick here? Of like, I don't know. Who's who's like a really hated person in like in hockey? 
Oh, uh, yeah, you name it, Sidney Crosby. Uh, there we go. Tom Wilson. Oh, I would love to get Tom an outside Wilson. opinion from it? like Sidney Crosby. Oh yeah. Um, going to a fly like going to a game against the Flyers in Philadelphia, like, like what kind of stuff he hears? He probably hears people talking shit on his family. Oh yeah, <laughs> saying constantly. Like constantly. And I get that. I get that. That's the rep that Philly gets. But like, at the same time, he's calling you another name. People have like bad names that people call them all the time. Mm-hmm. Don't let it bother you. And if it does bother you, then do something about it. And here's the difference. If we're going to use the Sidney Crosby, D uh, kind of comp here, what does Sidney Crosby do when he's in Philadelphia? I think he holds the records for most goals scored. He just um, dominates. In Philly. <laughs> like, what he does is he hits the ice yeah. and dominates he and shuts everybody up. Like, <laughs> okay. Bryson doesn't do that. He dominates and crumbles because he can't handle it. That's what Cantley does. Has nothing to back it up. That's what Cantley does. He lets his play do the talking. He could have easily came back at Bryson. He could have easily said something to the fan that screamed at him in his backswing. I was just about to say that, yeah. But he didn't. He just Had went he on with what he was doing, hit the next shot, and then ended up winning. That's all you got to do. People aren't going to heckle you if you're winning. If you if you start winning. I mean, I know he has two wins already this year, and if Cantlay wouldn't have won and he would have, he would have been the first of three this year. Shout out to Cantlay for three wins this year. What the heck? Um, Addy Ice. Yeah, insane. Um, but shut people up with your play. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't let all these things bother you and then wonder why people still do it. If you really want people to stop doing it, show them it doesn't bother you and win. And then when someone says something to you, just ignore them. They're not going to keep doing it if you if you ignore them. If you don't acknowledge it, people are going to get bored. People mm-hmm. only do it because you give them a reaction. That's, that's literally the only reason. The only that, reason. That's the that's only it. reason that that people still do stuff like that. Like that's the only reason that bullies keep bullying people. That's the only reason that like things like this keep happening is because he's giving them a reaction. And I get it's tough. I get people are calling you like a name that you don't like. But guess what? That happens to everybody at some point. It you does. just ignore it. That's Let life. It like. Tell people you like it. He tried and then that already. <laughs> he, he tried that one already. Didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Did not work. Because we uh, can tell he didn't. Flattering that people say that to me. Uh, no. I'm just so <laughs> flattered to be compared to Brooks Kepka. I mean, I would be too. He's gorgeous. Oh, absolutely. Um, speaking of which, we're going to get into that now. I'm going <laughs> to save it for later. Uh, so we both uh, have tour comps now, as far as our our looks. Um, I'm a little more flattered by mine. I'm not super convinced about mine, which is why I'm not flattered. (laughs) Well, no, because I've always said, if you put a side-by-side photo of Brooks Kepka and Rick, they have similar features. I, I personally believe that somebody could argue it all they want. I disagree. I was told this week that I have similar features to Shane Lowry. And to that, I say, thank you. And you want to hang out, Shane? Grab a beer? I'll come to Ireland. Let's have, at it. Let's have a night. Strix on life. What was that? Strix on life. Strix on life. Hashtag it. Love it. Uh, speaking of Shane, I think he uh, fired off quite the Sunday. I think he shot a 65. Where's he at? Where are you at, Shaney? Come on now. Right behind Brooks at T26. Yeah, he fired off a 65 on Sunday. Good for right. you, Shane. Um, Shane is one of the guys we got to see. But like we've been saying the whole time, we were there on Saturday, which was awesome. So, Rick, I wanted to ask you, because it was for your birthday, after all. 
some takeaways you had from the event. Um, what was the uh, coolest moment for you? The coolest moment for me was probably watching Brooks tee off on eight. Um, I felt so, so small was, in that moment. For, <laughs> so for, for reference here, um, this was our first tournament that we ever went to, either of us. Um, it was Saturday of the BMW, obviously. Uh, it was us two. It was our buddy Phil that we talk about all the time. Uh, our girlfriends, Gina and Ellie, our friend Vanessa. And then we were also there with uh, Tom and Ed from Hack Across America. Shout out to them. Um, so what we did was we got there and we sat on, I believe it was 11, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We sat on the green on 11. We watched a few guys go. Um, and then the plan was to go watch Brooks when he teed off. But this course is massive and we couldn't make it over there in time. So what we did was Brian and I, we went to the bathroom before we were going to head over there and saw that uh, Cam Smith and who was the other one? Oh, uh, Jason Kograk. Jason Kograk. Um, so Cokes and Smith were were finishing up, and I was like, Brian, they're going to walk this way. Should we just, like, wait here and see them? Uh, and obviously Brian said yes. So if you kept, <laughs> kept an eye on our story, uh, you saw that Brian got dissed uh by games <laughs> for the record he smirked okay he smirked and um, i'll hold on to that he made a comment towards cam smith uh saying that he's the inspiration for his mullet which brian did no, not i have said i said <laughs> i said he's my mullet inspiration not that i have one that is inspired by him just that he's my mullet inspiration having a mullet inspiration does not immediately mean you have a mullet now if i was like you're the inspiration for my mullet and I look like I do now, <laughs> then I'm an idiot. Okay. <laughs> then I'm stupid. It's uh, how you word things. Is so, how it's done. So yes. we saw them Super and then, um, Oh, we also saw Cam Davis, who is an absolutely massive human being. He's um, huge. For those, that, for those that don't know, he's like six, four and he looks God. even taller in person. Uh, so that was pretty fun to see. Um, just like to see like how these guys look up close is insane. Um, what they what they say is true. Like it's completely different seeing them in real life than it is on TV. It's so um, weird because like you is. process they're real people when you're yeah. watching them on TV. Like you know they exist yeah. in this world. You see them physically, and you're like, it feels weird. It does it feels weird? You're like right here in my face. So after we saw them, we caught up with the rest of the group, and we walked, and we were going to catch up with Bryce or Brooks. Um. We are going to catch up with Brooks wherever he was, and I think he was on four at the time. Mm-hmm. We got to seven, and we were like, man, he's like all the way over there, and we don't even know how to get over there. So we waited on seven, which was a really good idea, and I'm happy we did it because it was all the big names were coming through. We saw Rory. We saw JT. We saw DJ, I believe we saw. Yeah, we did see DJ. We saw, we saw, we saw a bunch of people. Yeah, Dan we saw Lowry, Tony Finau, you name it, we saw. It was great. Uh, we saw all these big name guys coming through, finishing up on seven green Probably. and teeing off on eight because they were right next to each other. So that was really cool to see. Um, we played it perfectly, honestly. It was yeah. awesome. So my moment of the day made me feel like the tiniest little bitch <laughs> in the entire world. Yeah. Um, because we <laughs> saw Brooks tee off on eight. And I don't know if anybody listening right now has ever seen a professional golfer hit a tee shot but it is the most fluid and aggressive at the same time thing that you will ever see and these guys hit absolute nukes 
piss missiles. Um, like just watching these balls fly 350 yards down the eight fairway is insane. And the thing that's amazing to me is how incredibly straight these balls are going mm-hmm. for how far they're going. Mm-hmm. Not that I've ever even come close to touching 350, but when I hit my longest drives that I hit, there's a curve to them. And none of these drives curved. They just went pin straight. the whole. And way. if they did, there was a reason for it. Yeah. Like it was a plan. It was on purpose. Little baby cut <laughs> or something like that. But like, Watching some of these guys, I think the most impressive one to me was JT because oh yeah, he's he's, he's small. so small. Everybody, everybody knows tiny. how small he is, yeah. but watching him tee off, there's so much power in his swing; it's insane. Yeah, um, the amount of force he drives with his legs must be at least over fifty percent of his swing because to have that small of an upper frame, at least, it's not like he has long limbs, so he can't really yeah. use physics. To, to his advantage yeah so he just drives all that power from his lower body and it shows i mean that thing was all out of a cannon oh yeah um so that was great i loved watching them tee off on eight because it really puts it into perspective how bad we are at the game of golf oh my god um, terrible. watching these guys hit their <laughs> approaches on seven and then watching them tee off on eight it was like it was like the perfect place to be because you got to see approach shots chips putts and drives all in like a 30 foot radius um excuse me um so that was my moment of the day and then after that we followed brooks to finish his front nine and waited on 18 to watch everybody else finish up which was Um, also a great idea yeah that was great um that for those that watched the the tournament on tv if you watched them approaching 18 um the stands that were right behind 18 in the bottom right corner that's where we were you probably didn't see us because you weren't looking for us but if you want to replay it go ahead um look for us there because we were there pretty much the whole afternoon it was awesome. It was hot, but it was great. It was hot, hot. It was warm, and there was no shade. Um, yeah. To kind of piggyback. What, what was the moment of day for you? Uh, I will get to that. To kind of piggyback off what we were doing uh, at 7 and 8, when you were talking about the drives, I was thinking about this kind of as it was happening because in that group with Brooks was also Brian Harmon, who, we, who was also one of the smaller guys on tour, and lefty doesn't really have a size advantage and he doesn't really have a distance advantage. So you're watching guys like Brooks and Tony and honestly, Shane Lowry and Harry Hicks. You're watching these guys pound the ball, high bombs, nothing but just nukes from the sky. Brian Harmon walks up and I'm assuming he did it on purpose because you know, he's pro stinger stinger with a cut. And that thing rolled for eons. And I was like, that is the that is one one of the many differences between us and the pros is he knows he's not going if he hits a high bomb, he's not going to be able to compete with these guys. He keeps it low and he lets it run. And I think it's genius. Now, if I knew how to do that, I would do that, too. But I don't know how to do that. So I don't. But I thought that was cool just because, you know, little Brian Harmon love on the podcast. Because why not? Yeah, he was Um, he was doing good. Anyway, he had he had a day when he was with Brooksy. Um, but my moment was definitely the USA chant for Xander on 18. That was cool. That was that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. I mean, come on. That was def- that was definitely cool. Um it was nice to get an acknowledgement from one of the golfers. Um, I think I think Phil and, and Xander were the only two that like oh yeah really acknowledged. Phil. Yeah. Was yeah. that? I said also and seeing Phil because yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was great. Um, 
but yeah, definitely great time. The USA chant was pretty cool. Too. That was just, it was just fun because yeah. he did. He turned back to the crowd. He acknowledged all of us and was like, cause it's awesome, man. You want a gold medal. That's, oh yeah. And he's, he's riding awesome. hard right now. He doesn't care what happens this week. He's the only one out there with a gold medal. (laughs) You want a gold medal this year. You don't got to do a damn thing for the rest of the year. You can come in last every day. No one's going to care. You want a gold medal. You just Mm -hmm. take that with you and run. Uh, But that was definitely my moment because that that chant was just super cool, especially because it kind of like started behind us and like kind of cascaded. And it was it was it was awesome. Loved every second of that. Um, All right. One more question about Saturday. What was the moment for you? Other, other, I'm going to say other than the, the Brooks drive, what was the mm-hmm. moment for you when you were like, these guys are just in another atmosphere that I am never going to be able to touch? Um, probably I, there were so many moments where I, where I thought this, um, honestly, I, I would have to say the first one. There was multiple, like I said. The first Sorry. one was probably Tony hitting out of the fairway bunker and sticking it to like three feet. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Um that I was mine. That have, was mine too. I can't even out of a greenside bunker. So um <laughs> yeah. There was like I said, there was multiple times where I was like, there's never like I'm never gonna be able to do that no matter how hard I practice. But that was probably the first of the day where I was like, this is insane that someone is able to do this from a fairway bunker. And then when Rory did it on 18, yeah, it wasn't three feet, but he stuck it to at least 10. Yeah. I was like, you were like 200 out from a fairway bunker. Yeah. And you, what? Yeah. yeah it the was, other, it was the other one moments. for me. The other one for me was um, Harry Higgs putting out of the bunker. That was awesome. <laughs> because I can't even, I can't even chip out of, a, I can't even hit my wedge out of a bunker. And this man's just putting out of it. I don't understand. Yeah. That was awesome. Oh, that's possible, but whatever. Another cool takeaway moment for me uh, was uh, just seeing Victor Hovland smile up close. There you go. That was awesome. It's a good one. He's got, one of, he's got one of the best smiles on tour. I'll stand by that. That was, that was fun. That I could have stared. I could have stared at Brooks's shoes all day. Oh my gosh, Brooks! Those kept things his shoes. were absolute fire on Saturday. <laughs> we we wouldn't stop talking about his shoes. That was like yeah. an all day talking yeah. point. It was great. Um, his I shoes those, were incredible. Really bad. I think I have a picture of them. I'll post them on, on the page. Yeah, I um, need a pair of those but shoes. Yeah. Pronto uh, for those of you that haven't been to a PGA Tour event and you love watching golf and being a part of golf, do it. Just do it. It's it's not like a super cheap thing, but it's cheaper than a lot of other sporting events, and it's mm-hmm. all day. And you just get to see all of these people who are significantly better than you at golf do all these crazy things. Um, I will say I don't know if I want to go to like a normal tour event like in person, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know that I would want to go to like, I'm trying to think of like a, a normal, just like random event. What? Like the, um, the Honda classic or something like that. Yeah, Something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just blanked on every single, um, <laughs> every single tour. <laughs> um, but I think, I think, I think I would be disappointed because we got to see the top 70 golfers in the world this year. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> and obviously everybody else that's there is just as good but we didn't see anybody that we didn't know. We've heard every single name that was there before. We've seen every single golfer that was there before play a little bit. I think it was a little bit of a spoil being that this it was, was. The first one. We did this um, to ourselves. A Saturday 
being the first one that we go to of a, of a playoff. Um, definitely don't think I'd be able to do a Thursday or Friday of a normal event. No, um, just unless get, I was there all week, then yeah. I yeah, if I was there all week, I'd be fine, but um, I don't think I'd be able to do a Thursday or Friday of a normal event. The only one that I might be able to do would be um, the waste management on a Thursday or Friday. Yeah, I could do that. That I think, that I, think I, that I think I would manage. I think I'd be okay with that. Only hole sixteen, um, though. I got to be yeah, there for that. I think that I think I'd be okay with that. But other yeah. than that, I don't know that I'd be able to to do a normal Friday or Saturday. Yeah, um, it was just awesome. I, we can't really even say anymore. It was so so cool to be there. Um, also, the course, incredible shape. Literally. Oh yeah. I would so love to gorgeous. play that court. So was, gorgeous. The houses along it were insane. The houses be were beautiful. Oh, my God. Had to be millions of dollars. Um, the course was great. Uh, it, just visually appealing. Yeah. To say the least. I mean, um, and that's underselling it. Yeah. The, the only thing that I didn't like about this event, and it's pretty, pretty minor, um, I didn't like that BMW owners got special treatment. That seemed kind of <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of unfair. Um, what the hell moment? So if you own a BMW, go to the BMW Championship. I will not like you, but you should do it. You get um, special parking and access into a very beautiful and air conditioned lounge on sixteen. Yeah, that's the best part is the air conditioned lounge. I'd be there all day. Um, so yeah, if you, I guess, I guess the other tournaments probably do it too. Like if you go to the Honda, Classic, yeah, like the Honda, like anything that has they to might do, do something like that. I'm not the Genesis Invitational, sure. on that. something like that. Yeah, don't yeah. quote me on that, but I'm sure they do that. Um, but yeah, if you have a BMW, go to the BMW Championship because you will get special treatment. And if you live in the tri-state area, also go to the BMW Championship because it's in this area every year. It changes yeah. courses, but like next year it's in Wilmington, Delaware. And yes, we do plan on going. And yes, we will be there. Yeah, like, probably for Sunday this time. I, yeah, I want to get Sunday tickets this time. I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be fun. I, um, it would have been insane to be there yesterday. Would have been crazy to be there on Sunday. Oh, I would have been losing you imagine my mind. the seats that we had. Like if we stayed there and it was Sunday, if we, we, we sat in day. those seats and we watched Woo! the play. Oh my god! That oh been yeah! So good. Oh yeah! Um, <laughs> all right, to move forward, uh, we obviously have arguably the biggest event on the tour this year it is the tour championship it is the top 30 guy or the top uh, top 30 guys yep. that are playing excuse me goodness <clears throat> the top 30 guys playing for it all come this weekend and uh patty ice atop the board there he is We're getting those right. 10 strokes now i want to ask you rick how do you feel about the whole 10 strokes thing? Cause um, it. it's, it's terrible, stupid. right? Um, 10. Yeah. It's just an outrageous amount of extra strokes because let's say Patrick Reed comes, he gets over his pneumonia. He comes and he plays this weekend. Mm-hmm. He comes out firing and he shoots. I don't know. Let's say he shoots 17 under like on his actual card. He shoots 17 under. Okay. Right. He's 17 under because he started the week even. And let's say Cantlay shoots 10 under, okay? Mm-hmm. He's 20 under for the week, and he wins by three strokes, even though Patrick Reed played significantly better than he did. Yep. I do think they should give a slight advantage because obviously that person did they the earned it. They earned it throughout you know? the year mm-hmm. to get to that point. So I do think there should be a slight advantage. 
My issue is the amount of strokes they give them. I think if I were doing it, the most I would go would be five for the first place person. But I most likely I would say three, two, one for first, second, third place. And then I think that makes the most sense. Yeah, because you, like I said, you should get a little bit of an edge. You obviously like can't lay one three times this year. Absolutely ridiculous. There's people that are in the top 30 that haven't won this year. Um, so he obviously deserves a little bit of advantage, but you, like you can't just give him the win. Like I understand that he can obviously he can obviously play really bad and he can blow the lead that he's going to have and everything like that. But a 10 stroke lead is a huge, huge advantage, especially yeah, when you have yeah. that going into Thursday. Yeah. And your nickname is Patty Ice. Pat, yo, you give Patty Ice <laughs> that kind of edge? Like, come on. <laughs> My man didn't use a in the playoff this week. Like, <laughs> You give Patty Ice that kind of advantage? You're playing a dangerous game? There's no, like, I don't see a way that he loses this. No, I unless don't see he just Unless he just comes out and absolutely shits the bed, I don't see a way that he loses this, which, like, is fine because, like I said, he's won three times this year. He's earned the right to be in, in first place, but – at the same time, it's like it's hard to blow a 10 stroke lead. I only know one person that's done that, and it's me. And I you still won in the end. I did somehow. I don't know how. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so I'm looking at the tea times for Thursday for the tour championship. Here are my top two. Give me that I want to watch like all day, that type of deal. Give me Cam Smith and Justin Thomas okay, all day long. Thank you very much. I like that. And then also, uh, I want Victor Hovland and Louis Oosthuizen. That's a good one. Those are two great. I mean, it, it, it's nothing but great pairings, yeah, honestly. Um, and here's the only way I see Patty Ice not taking this is if John Rahm gets hot. That's fair. That's, That's fair. the only way I see it happening is John Rahm getting hot. And because it's it's something that is possible. I honestly don't care who wins this week. There's only one person I don't want to win. Uh, he who shall not be named is what I'm going to call him now because I don't. He's feel this like... podcast Voldemort, honestly. I feel like I feel like I, he doesn't deserve me continually saying his name. So we're gonna we're gonna call him he who shall not be named. Also, uh, have an easier name to pronounce. <laughs> yeah, right. Buzz off. Okay. <laughs> Maybe Brooksy. I don't know. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Go get him. Go get him, kid. <laughs> That's terrible. That's, that is awful. I'm a horrible human being. It's fine. <laughs> Honestly, um, I'm looking at the first tee time, too. It says Billy Horschel and Patrick Reed. Is Patrick Reed back? Or is he, he still? So he, he qualified. He right, is yeah. 30th. Um, that's just basically saying if he plays this week, he'll he'll start out in 30th do they plan on giving it to kh lee then who was in 30 i believe it would go to whoever's in 31st which i, guess, I like that because i like KH i believe lee. that's what would happen if patrick reed withdrew obviously that makes the most sense i can't see any other way that they would do that besides. and i also don't see patrick reed coming back and be ready to golf i don't yeah i don't see it either um i think it, obviously it's a ridiculous amount of money 15 million dollars is a lot mm-hmm. of money yeah but it's patrick reed He's he's Mr. USA. I'm not gonna give him the the nickname that everybody calls him because I don't think he deserves that. But Captain uh, America, Mr. USA, I'll give him. Um, <laughs> and by the way, Captain America is now Xander. He, it's it's moved. I will I will 100 give you that one. Um, with it. But yeah, I don't see any reason for him to come back. He's got plenty of sponsorships. He's got Nike. Like, yeah, Nike. Yeah. Come on. And then also, um, I think he's he not is worried trying, about the money. Yeah. He. I think he is trying to gear up for the Ryder Cup. Oh I yeah. Think 100%. He honestly, is. I think yeah. I think. 
he knows he's going to have more opportunities at the FedEx cup. Like he's not worried about that. Cause he's, he's not like, he's not old. He's not young, but he's yeah. not old. Um, so he knows also, he's going to have yeah. a bunch of opportunities at mm-hmm. that in the future. So there's no reason to, to worry about that. Ryder cup doesn't happen as often for people. So, well, also it's on home turf now. So like, yeah, he wants to be oh, he's again for that. that. He's going oh, he, he, to eat it up as much as he did the last time. Yeah. I mean, just rewatching the Rory Patrick Reed match is just American. I feel like, you, I feel like you do that week. I try to limit myself. <laughs> uh, it doesn't always work. Um, <laughs> but I, and Sometimes honestly, when I can't sleep. I go to everybody's favorite website. <laughs> everybody's favorite website, YouTube.com. <laughs> uh, watch Patrick Reed dominate Rory McIlroy. <laughs> and it's incredible. I don't know what you want from me. 13. Um, yeah. And then also, like, when it comes to, like, protecting your health and things like that you know we don't like patrick reed don't get me wrong but get yourself healthy for next year because when you don't cheat you're a great competitor and i'll appreciate it when you don't cheat he's fun fun to watch when he's not being a piece of crap and exactly yeah uh so hopefully he gets back and healthy and if he does end up playing the tour championship right on respect to you do you do you boo boo all right what are we wrapping up with here um oh who do you got uh who's your pick i know you say you don't care who wins but like who's your pick um give me the top 10 top 10 right now one moment though por favor all right do you want me to go 10 to 1 or 1 to 10 1 to 10 is fine i know the top three so all right uh patty ice tony finau bryson dechambeau john rom in fourth cameron smith in fifth JT in sixth, Harris English in seventh, Abraham answer in eighth, right on Abraham, um, Jordan Spieth in ninth, and Sam Burns in tenth. Also a sleeper going, pick, Colin Maricow in eleventh. You're going for the guy in eleventh? No, I'm saying sleeper pick, Colin Maricow is in eleventh. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not going that. Um, I'm going to go with what would be the perfect way to wrap up this super season, and that's Jordan Spieth. It would be, it would just be incredible. I'm it would be amazing. I would love to see Jordan. I want it. I the, want it so bad. The season he comes back into form and he wins the FedEx Cup. That's, I don't see a better way to finish the year for him. It would be awesome. It, I would, I would love every I don't, second of no it. No one would be mad about it. Not no one person would be mad about golfer. it. No one would be mad about it. Everyone would be jacked up. That would be electric to be there with him winning it on 18. That would be insane. The um, amount of Under Armour golf merch that would be sold that day is incredible. The amount of ugly golf merch that would be sold that day. I, they don't do it well. I'm sorry. They, they don't. Do. And it's unfortunate because, like, it's I like Under Armour. Like, I do. But it's just bad. I like it's all the other stuff except for their golf clothes. Their golf clothes are so bad. The shoes uh, are okay, but. And they're comfy, too. Yeah. Like, they feel nice. They just don't oh, yeah. look nice is the yeah. problem. I'm trying to look good, feel good, play good, you know? Yeah. That's like step one is the look good, you know? Yeah. Got to get to the look good to feel good. Uh, I actually, I have John Rahm taking okay. it just because I feel it in my bones. That's a good thing. That he's going to get it done. Um, to move forward into the LPGA, nothing happened because their season is over. So we will revisit with them midway through September when they begin their next season. Right on for the ladies. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, that's the tab with the chicken boy. Kind of want to get rid of that. That was <laughs> petrifying. Uh, <laughs> don't do that again. Please and thank you. All right. Unless you have anything else pressing on the PGA tour front, we are into the two-man scramble, my friend. I do not have anything else. 
Fat Butte Lust. So for the two-man scramble, we're kind of just going to get into it with Rick about Disney golf and how awesome that was. I have so many questions about the thing that followed you, the, the, yeah, the we'll, moving we'll caddy. That. I'm not happy about it. Um, I do have one question that was sent in to me. Oh, right on. Let's do it. For you to answer that I'm going to field to you. Uh, what is one tip that you'd give someone going to a PGA Tour event? <sighs> Since we were there and we learned a lot. Um. So something that I thought of beforehand, and I'm really glad I did, is your comfiest shoes. And if there's a way to make your comfiest shoes more comfortable, do it. It is a lot of walking. Mm -hmm. Throw your Dr. Scholl's insoles in there, and you're going to be fine. My feet feel perfect. They felt great all day. Also, water's your best friend. Do not be shy at spending money with water. Or just ask for cups of ice for as yeah. long as they'll give it to you, because you don't know when that's going to end. Yeah. Um, and the third tip is if you are drinking understand you're not going to get drunk i was sweating out my demons before they even hit my body yeah i would i was maybe tipsy for like an hour <laughs> and i was just sweating too much yeah also tip four go full harry hicks especially if it's hot oh my god that was open all the good. buttons that was a power move that was open power. all the buttons it's worth it um i do have like a deep v burn now though it's kind of kind of nice i'm gonna piggyback <laughs> off your first tip about the comfy shoes um especially if you plan on following someone mm -hmm. because the golfers have a direct route they walk straight down the down the um down the hole you as a fan and a patron do not you have to bob and weave and you have to take a scenic route in order to follow them on the hole and you will get stopped so that they can go through and then you'll have to catch up. So mm -hmm. if you plan on following someone, you're going to be moving. Like you're not going to be, it's not going to be a leisurely stroll. You're going to be moving at a pretty decent pace. So definitely make sure that you have comfortable shoes. Um, obviously you want to look kind of nice cause it's a PGA tour event. You don't want to like go in your, in your radius, like weekend clothes that you're mm -hmm. just like hanging out. Um, but make it comfortable. Definitely be comfortable. Make it comfortable. Yeah. Be comfortable. Um, we were comfortable. wearing our we were wearing our scramble stuff, and it was it was. Incredible. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, light colors, light clothes, everything like that. Um, if you're going in the summer, for sure. Obviously, if you're not going in the summer, you don't have to worry about it as much. Um, my number one tip to people is figure out. I don't know if I don't know if this was just our place or if it's other places too. Figure out how you can make how you can get someone to come pick you up after oh yes after it's mm, over. the leaving um so when we finished and we left we left before um he who shall not be names group came through about two or three groups before that because we were hoping that we'd beat a little bit of the traffic but with parking at least at this course it was one way in one way out it was the same thing like you couldn't do you couldn't go out another way uh so there was a lot of traffic getting an uber was absolutely impossible because you had to pay 70 dollars for it and all of them canceled because they would get in the line and they'd be like, I'm not, this isn't worth it. I'm time. not waiting. And yeah. they would all turn around and leave. Um, we ended up walking about a mile down the road and then getting an Uber. That we had to summon from the street. <laughs> we, that we basically <laughs> just held our thumb out in the road until they turned around and picked us up. Um, it was a Lyft driver. They did have the Lyft thing on it. We didn't just pick up a random person and have them yeah. drive us somewhere. I can't um, believe that worked, by the way. I can't either. Um, Props to Phil, because yeah. he's the one that actually was like, huh, you're going to yeah. do it? Yeah. So figure out a way to effectively leave. Um, look at like the parking lot map, whatever you have to do 
to make sure that you can get out of there in a quick and efficient manner because we wasted about an hour, hour and a half just waiting to get to our car. Just getting back to before our car. We could, yeah, just before we could even leave. So definitely figure that out before you go. My, su- my suggestion would just be to have one or two sober people there who are willing to drive it uh-huh. and just get there early enough to where you can park your own vehicle. Yeah, we also didn't pay for parking. Yeah, but paying for park, not paying for parking Another was issue. nice. But it also would have still been a pain in the butt to get out because of how. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, so just have that planned out. If you are planning on staying the entire time, expect to be there for at least an hour after. Expect after absolute hell. Yeah. yeah. Especially um, if you there's didn't a lot of people yourself. at these events. It's yeah. a whole 18 hole course, and they can pretty much put however many people they want on it because there's so much open space. Yeah. Uh, especially also with uh, what Rick said, uh, as far as the following someone is concerned if you think the hills on the fairways and along the actual golf course are bad oh my gosh there's so many more hills the stuff next to it where you will have to be walking way worse it was it was so bad your ankles are going to be on a weird angle while you're standing yeah um ankles important good shoes you gotta have it pop a squat when you can too just take i mean this is mostly a me suggestion because i got bad knees but alleviate some of the pressure on your knees and your ankles. Um, pop the hip. It, pop the it'll knee. help. Do, do it. It'll help. I popped my hip at least six times while you're there. Just kind of taking some pressure out of it and getting it ready to go again. Yeah, like I would I would squat just to alleviate some of the pressure off the off the front and the yeah. back of my knees. Uh, yeah. And it was worth it. So just, you know, it's grass, man. It's not going to get much. It's not going to get more lush and comfortable yeah. than PGA rough. Okay. Exactly. exactly. So it's pretty comfy. Um, <laughs> we obviously have only been to one now, but we do, we did learn a lot while we were there. So if you do have we any do. questions, you are planning yeah. on going to an event, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, whatever, ask us any questions you have. We will definitely answer them for you because we want you guys to have a good time. Not that we didn't have a good time, but the more efficient you can make your day, the more fun you will have. Yeah. And the more you learn, like, I feel like we were watching some of these people who have obviously been to multiple PGA events, yeah. just absolutely running circles around us. Yeah. We were like, whoo. Okay. Well, what? Oh, <laughs> last, last point. Know where your bathrooms are. Always have an eye on the bathroom. Always know where the bathrooms are. And try to plan it to where you've watched what you want to watch and on the way to the next thing, use the restroom or and or you not to get too graphic here but if it's 100 degrees out don't spend too much time in in the port of john you know what i mean don't do it it's the worst experience you'll ever have in your life you want to feel like you walked outside into air conditioning when it's almost for about 15 minutes wawa caught up with me about halfway through the day so i didn't have a choice and I walked outside after that, and I was like, "Wow, it is chilly out it's here." A bit, bit brisk. Now, <laughs> anybody got a jacket? It was, it was a huge temperature difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's really all the tips we have. Uh, like Rick said, if you guys are planning on going to a tour event or something like that, either invite us and we'll come with you, or um, ask us like anything that we did or didn't do that we wish we did. Um, like for example, I kind of wish I was one of those people that kind of had those like really small, um, carry chairs, like those little, (laughs) those little, like those little golf chairs. (laughs) I would have been all over that. I would have been sitting everywhere. 
So yeah, maybe next time I get myself one of those and test it out and see how it is. You'll live and you'll learn. We're trying to we're trying to help you guys out so you guys don't have to have this learning curve that we're having. Exactly. And I know I said last last bit like three times now, but this is the last last bit, ladies. They you're not allowed to bring purses in. But what we learned from somebody early in the day actually is as long as it's clear, you can bring in like a gallon. Um, plastic uh, bag like a, a gallon you can also bring bag. in smaller clear bags mm-hmm. and i think the purse the purses are allowed but it has to be six by six by six yeah i think is the is the requirements for it so yeah but they but if you have to like pack more say you're going with your family or something like that they let them in with a you gallon bring, ziploc you bag can bring snacks you can bring drinks yeah. you won't have a place to refill bring waters drinks, but you yeah. can bring snacks whatever um as long as it's in a clear bag you can bring it sunscreen the whole nines yeah all right, to move forward, we have Rick's Disney Golf Adventure. How is that, buddy? Tell me about the um the, the thingy that was following you. Yeah, I don't want to really talk about that because we didn't get that. Um, uh, yeah, no, it was uh, a really bad start. So here I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay it out real quick how the trip went. Um, first day we got there, we played Oak Trail. It's a nine-hole course. Right. Uh, me, Gina, Tom, and Tom's wife, Ange. Right. We went and played that nine-hole course. Good course. Bad start to the week, though, for a few reasons, which I'll get into. Uh, the second course, I didn't cut out there, did I? My screen just glitched. No, you're good. Okay. Um, the second course we played was called Palm, Disney's Palm, which was my favorite course of the week. Beautiful. Palm trees, obviously, everywhere. Um, I did not play well, but it was a great course, which is how you know that it's a good course because I still had a lot of fun, even yeah. though I played like garbage while we were there. Hmm. And then the last one we played was Magnolia which fun fact for you they used to hold a pga tour event here it was the Walt disney world classic which tiger won like four times um and basically when the player wins they would get a picture with mickey and then they would get put on a banner and it would go around like um i I think i have a picture of it on my phone i'll have to send it to you um so that was that was pretty cool to see um like the the past winners and everything the last tournament they held i think was 2012 was when they stopped it. Uh, so not not anything recently. But like I said, Nicholas, Jack Nicholas won it three years in a row. Nice. Uh, Tiger won it, I think, four times. Uh, Arnold, Palmer, Arnold Palmer won it. Um, another fun fact, uh, Disney's courses are Arnold Palmer courses. Oh, I did not know that. That's Arnold cool. Palmer, Arnold Palmer, like, funds and, and whatever the Disney's courses. So Arnold Palmer stuff is everywhere. Arnie, Palmy uh, alert. Yeah. So – all three pretty good courses. The first course, um, it had just rained the days leading up to it, us being there. So the course was wet. Okay. Um, we didn't get to have the robo carts, which I because was really upset about because of that. Yeah. That um, sucks. Yeah. It was car path only that day. It was a nine hole course, though. So um, we just had to walk it with a regular push cart. Still really nice push carts. They had four wheels, they had a bunch of compartments and Ooh. everything like that. Um, so they were really nice. It really stunk that we didn't get to use those. I'm going to have to get to use those at some point. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Whenever, whenever I go back, which I'm sure will be in the near future because I'm there all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, first hole of the day, first oh, hole boy. of the trip. Oh, boy. Uh, I saw a snake. So No. No. <laughs> no. Not a great start to the trip. I saw like a four-foot snake just like slowly <laughs> across the grass. And – Oh uh, no! I left my ball. 
I went <laughs> dropped somewhere else. <laughs> so um no. when you're in a Florida golf course, this is the second time I've golfed in Florida. When you're at a Florida golf course, of course, there's signs everywhere that there's alligators and snakes all over the place. Last time I went golfing in Florida, I saw nothing. Okay. Oh I was God. in the bushes, I was in the for everything, nothing. First hole of the trip in Disney, I see a snake, a, just a massive black snake just slithering across the ground is the most terrifying moment of my life. I left my ball. My ball was just gone, <laughs> lost to the lost to the wilderness. Um, oh, my God. Not a great start to the day. Um, I don't know. Oh, no. I don't know if it was because it was wet or if it's just how the course, like, fairways and stuff are – designed on this course Mm -hmm. i wasn't a huge fan of it because the ground was really soft right so what i mean by that is usually when you swing a club and if you hit like behind the ball a little bit if the ground's hard it'll bounce off the ground and you'll still get something out of it because the club just bounces and then it'll like you might blade the ball or whatever this ground was so soft that if you hit behind the ball the club just went into the ground and you just didn't get anything out of it um and it was like it was like a sandy kind of dirt like it wasn't like solid Hmm. Um, so i had a lot of issues with that because my golf game was really rusty since i hadn't been out in a while Um, well i mean also we're from the northeast like it's totally i mean mean, somebody that golfs in florida is going to complain about how hard the ground is up here yeah like the one day we went golfing and someone was using a drill to Mm -hmm. put their tee in the ground that was funny (laughs) that was really funny it was it was definitely a lot different um but the, the thing was, the other courses weren't like that. So I've, I, I think it might have just been that course that was like that. Um, so that was Oak Trail. That was, a, that was pretty good. It was a nine-hole course. I did not play well that day, um, mostly because of the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just not something that I was able to get used to quick enough. Yeah. Uh, but it was still a good time. We still, we still had fun. I hit some good shots, hit a lot of bad shots, but that's fine. Um, got out with Gina, got out with Tom and Ange. I think Tom wrote a review on – it might have been that one. Uh, I don't know, but go check out uh, Hacker Cross America's blog. Tom made um, a review on one of the courses that we played. Next course we played was Palm. Like I said, my favorite one, probably the sickest logo of them all here. Let me, I think I have. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything that's uh, Palm esque? I'm assuming, obviously, there's just a ton of uh, palm I trees. Lot, I would assume. I bought a lot of souvenirs. Well, you um, gotta. So I got this ball marker, which I think you're going to absolutely love. Okay. I'm excited. So this now. is it. Okay. Ooh. I got that logo right there. Ooh. Okay. This is my ball marker. Oh, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> is he bringing the club? Yeah. So <laughs> for those of you not watching the YouTube right now, um, go watch the YouTube. I can post a picture of this ball marker too because I love it. Um, Look at that. The logo is on it. I have a Donald Duck uh, ball marker on the other side. Um, just one of those normal like coin ones there. Um, and then around it, you see the numbers there? Look at that. Yeah, is that the course? That's the course. That's cool. So, like, for example, I know it's back cool. there, but if you see the that. top right now, I have eight. It's a par three, 197. Yeah, that's and cool. Has, that's really cool, all actually. Holes on it. I was like, I was like, it's probably expensive, but I loved the course and I love the logo. So, this is what I got from that course. Yeah, that's awesome. I got all the scorecards that I'll be posting at some point on on our page um, to show everybody how the courses are laid out and stuff. But this one was my favorite. Uh, the joke of this, this round, um, I lost pretty much every ball that I had. I actually had to buy new balls after this round because I oh lost boy. so many of them. Um, there was a lot of water. 
which I'm not used to because we don't yeah. have a lot of water. We just have woods. So it's like usually, and usually in woods, it. you can try. Yeah. Yeah. So you can at least try to find it. But I'm not going near water in Florida because there's alligators and snakes. And snakes. Yeah. Um, so not doing that. Um, but I lost a lot of balls. And the joke of the day was one of my tee shots. I hit so far to the left, it ended up in a construction zone. <laughs> across the street oh boy so the tee box was uh, like along the street and i hooked it so far to the left that it went across the street into the construction zone um so that was really bad so that was kind of the the butt joke of the day uh most of the jokes were around me playing horrible golf but again i hit some really good shots while we were there um and just hold on to those hold on to those for DMI. yeah no for sure have you ever had a hole where you play it so poorly that you just pick your ball up and go to the next tee box. Oh yeah. Okay. So that happened to me twice. One of the times I was, it was the first round that we were at. I hit the ball and I bladed it so bad on like my 10th shot. I don't even remember what it was. It was something crazy. I bladed it horribly directly over the green. And I was like, you know what? That's it. I'm done. I'm done on this. hole. <laughs> and we're done here. We're I'm going to give myself max because <clears throat> I don't feel like doing this anymore. I'm not having a good time. My ball that I bladed ended up on the tee box of the next hole. So I was like, perfect. I'm just going to tee it up there. And we're just going right to It was in between the markers and everything. Like it was ready to go for the next hole. Sounds um, so good that was to me. the first one. And then the second one, again, I just played it really bad. I couldn't get out of the bunker. I went bunker, bunker, back to the first bunker, blade into the water. And at that point, I was like, I'm done. Um, I'm done. I just here. couldn't it's figure done. out how to I'm play done. that hole. So I just picked my ball up and I left. Um, but again. I played horribly in the course. I still loved the course the most out of all three of them. So it just tells you how good the course was. Last course we played was Magnolia. Um, also a really nice course for those that uh, know anything about Disney, or if you don't know anything about Disney, you could see the contemporary and the Polynesian, which are two of Disney's hotels from the golf course. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure you could have seen the fireworks based off where we were, but it, obviously you wouldn't see that at night um, or during the day. Uh, so that that was also a really good course. That was my best round of the week, and I still did not shoot well. Um, Florida golf is so different than Pennsylvania golf in I can so imagine. many different ways, and it was just a lot to get used to. The one thing that did happen on our third round, though, is my driver was working, which was really nice. Um, that That's like half the battle I was sometimes. hitting real straight on Sunday, um, which was our last round, which I was not doing the other days. Uh, so that felt really good. But yeah, Palm was my favorite. Magnolia was also pretty good. Um, the only one we didn't play, um, what's it called? I can't remember what the last one's called. There's one other course that we didn't get to play because it's in a different area of the park. Oh, okay. But yeah, it was a good time. Didn't get to use the robo cart. That was kind of sad. Saw a snake on the first sad. day. Really bad start to the week. But, That's not promising. <laughs> yeah, um, I had to buy some golf balls, which wasn't the worst thing in the world because they had Mickey Mouse on them. So that was right on. Um, but yeah, it was a good week. Good week overall. Glad we did it. Definitely going to go back to golf there again. All right, man. Sounds awesome. So that was Rick's Disney golf experience. And that should do it for this episode of From the Tips. Again, as always, thank you for listening. We are still on the road to 1,000 listens. Let's get it there, folks. Tell your friends. Listen to it twice. I don't care. Play <laughs> the car. It. <laughs> Do what it takes. Let's get to 1,000 listens again. Thank you for listening. This has been From the Tips. We out. Thanks, guys. See you later.